San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. This is The Blitz with Joe Reinagle and Jason Minix, San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 103.3 FM. It is The Blitz here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. Our AA Best Bail Bonds big game coverage in Los Angeles continues. Brought to you in part by Texas Cheer Liquor, Nearside App, and Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds. He's Joe Ryanagle. I'm Jason Minix. Darren Ravel joining us now uh, with the Action Network Sports Business. You might have remembered him uh, all the days at ESPN, everything. I mean, yeah. Uh, exactly. Let's see. You know, let's see if your mic says. Hey, hey, there, there you are. are. Hey, uh, yeah, thir- thir- Thirteen years with ESPN, um, six years with CNBC, and been with the Action Network for three. So, so much to talk about with, with you, and so we're 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 gonna go all over <laughs> okay. the place. But let, let's start with the game. Seems like everybody is talking about Cincinnati and four and a half, and that's making me nervous. I don't think there's any great value with this game. I mean, when you when you think about the Super Bowl, you're thinking about, um, you know, where where's the money? And it's 50-50 on the money at four and a half. And, you know, bookmakers make bets themselves, right? If you look at any game during the week, sometimes it's 80% of the money on one side and 20% on the other. They don't have to balance it out. But during the Super Bowl, bookmakers like to balance it out a little bit more because there's so much money on the line. And so when it comes to Wednesday or Thursday of a week and a half of having these lines out, it's pretty much refined. It's not going to go through any key number of three or seven. Mm-hmm. And so I think people are gonna, there's going to be more people motivated to take the Rams money line or the Bengals money line. Well, it's interesting because I, I don't know what the line started. I think it started at four and a half. It started it? It started at three and a half. Moved at three to and four and a half. So that means obviously that means more money's on the Rams. Potentially, some sometimes sometimes it doesn't exactly work that way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Well, the money line because uh, we've had some other people that we've talked to. Yeah. And like Jason said, a lot of people seem to like the Bengals to win the game outright. I think it's a. I mean, I just. I think it's a hard game to call. I shouldn't do this because you know. I just, in general, the Super Bowl to me just doesn't have a lot of value. If you look at the total, forty-eight and a half. I mean, the average game is like forty-six. I don't know if this. I really don't know if this is going to be thirteen-three. Yeah. Or 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 there'll be two mistakes that will lead to two quick scores. Um, that's why I'm going to bet this game live. So uh, I, I okay. will, I will, I will bet it live. See how it, see how it feels. What are you doing, Darren? I hate. We live in Texas. We can't do I that know. on our phone. <sighs> yeah, I live in New Jersey with a choice of thirty-one apps. So, you know. <laughs> so the party's at your house. I mean, I said, <laughs> we're all coming over. Well, I will be in. I'll be in Vegas for, but I'll bet live, and I'll be in Vegas for the game. But, but what? yeah, I, I, I can't tell you what it's like. I mean, probably eighty percent of my bets are live. And I am just, it, it is like a, a quant machine in my house. I, I go with the unders more than the overs because people say life is too short to bet the unders. 
if you want to win, you know, do you yeah. want to win or, yeah. or do you want, you know, life is short. I think life's shorter when you lose money. <laughs> I think life is much shorter when you lose money. So, um, you know, there's some sort of inherent value on unders because the algorithm, you know, mm-hmm. accounts for people uh, liking the overs. But, yeah, I just don't, I don't see anything right now. So it, As connected as you are in the gambling industry, so many states now have legalized it. 19 mobile. Yeah. Te- Texas isn't one of those yet. And different people that you talk to, so many states like Nevada, Louisiana, Oklahoma spend a lot of money with lobbyists in Texas to make... And what's, your, kick- what's your deal with convening every other year? Yeah, what well, is that? It's the hell out of here. <laughs> You're an elected <laughs> official. You're not working for a year? Like what? I don't understand Apparently that. Apparently they're out shaking hands and kissing babies and not allowing us uh, to, to, yeah. to get casinos or gambling, but on the inside of the, the world, what what is the push like from the casinos to get I, it I, legal I, in Texas? Well, obviously Texas is Texas and California is California. And you know, I just pray that when they get it done, they get it done in the right way. Because New Jersey, where it's a free for all and anyone can get in, um, you know, that's what led to eleven billion dollars in sports bets in twenty twenty one. If you do things like Tennessee, where you ha- you say to the sports books that if they're licensed in the state, they must uh, uh, they must ha- gross ten like they they have to have a ten percent profit. So what they do is then their lines are screwed up because uh. they have to they they're they're required to have a 10% profit for because they've calculated how much money will make for the state if you have a 10% profit. So good luck getting like <laughs> my, even minus 110. You're just not going to get. That's crazy to me. Interesting. Wow. I didn't know so that. So we might in get it, but state, it might in suck. Tennessee, <laughs> in Tennessee, you know if you're betting legally that you don't have the best lines because of that, which is insane. So I guess in Texas, we just have to still rely on our local bookie. Yep, that's just how it is. And those lines are usually pretty good, and they pay off, and they expect to be paid. So it's okay. Not that we would know anything. Right. No, I mean, right. inter- entertainment <laughs> right. purposes only, right. of course. Right. right. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about about ticket sales and and stuff for this ball game because you know you look at it and just news reports it's like outrageous like a, a regular guy like myself couldn't go and 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 get a couple of tickets i mean it cost me ten fifteen thousand dollars so but- the originally it started out and i think people were buying and there was less volume but the average was like eighty five hundred bucks a ticket the face value is about thirty five hundred for a lower end zone level which is interesting because for Tom Brady's first Super Bowl in '02, the face value was 400. Wow! So the <laughs> so the NFL has clearly moved up and up and up with the rise of the secondary market. But the get-in price from January 31st to today has gone from 5,500 to under 4,000 today. So the question is going to be: Will people in LA say, "Hey"? You know whether it's Rams or not. Super Bowl's here. Maybe we should go. And at what level is that? Because Ohio, only eleven percent of the the tickets that StubHub sold is in Ohio. A little bit surprising to me. I thought yeah, that number would too. be higher. Well, but again, I think ticket prices are a little little scary. And I mean, you talk about just a ITB ticket in the building. I mean, crap right. seat. You're you know near the roof. They're they're so expensive. And then, and then, what's your experience really like? You don't. Are you less of a fan if you're in the building or not? And I feel like more and more people are okay watching it at home and saying, 
You know what? I, if the Bengals won for the first time in my lifetime, I didn't need to be there. You know, it, it, what, what I and find maybe I could buy the TV. Now you could buy sixty. <laughs> you could buy a sixty-incher for for six hundred bucks, four K TV. You know, and uh, yeah, it's there. But there are seemingly so many available right now. Eventually, as we get closer, it those seems ticket that, it prices seems are going to come down. It seems that way. It seems like that's where it's trending. I've got uh, a local. Uh, ticket broker in san antonio a awesome tickets they john who owns it has was telling me a story he's got a guy a customer goes to the super bowl every year and without a ticket he will be at the stadium and either right close to kickoff you might miss the anthem when those ticket prices crash he buys his ticket but sometimes Sometimes they don't but sometimes they don't i i was there in 2002 when because of it was the first game after 9-11 the whole stadium was encased in a fence so it would take an hour to get in uh, those tickets were those 400 hour tickets were a hundred bucks wow because Oh, and Mardi Gras was there too, so you couldn't get a hotel room within forty miles. So that 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 was the perfect storm for the. If there was a Super Bowl to go to, it was Tom Brady's first Super Bowl. Well, now that would have been cool to be there for Tom. If Brady's we only first. knew when. If we only knew, right? If we only knew, no one knew. Now you you also deal in memorabilia, and you, you yep. show them a really nice piece of memorabilia: Tiger Woods American Express card. Have you tried to use that thing? I have not tried to use that. Uh, but but you know I think that memorabilia NFTs crypto it's all part of us all getting hopped up because we don't have enough normal human interaction <laughs> right and we need to people are bought I'll tell you I'll tell you when we have normal human interaction people won't be bragging about the fake land they bought on the metaverse you know like it, the, the, the fake the fake stuff the fake stuff is not as good when you actually get back to real life but no it's a, it's like sports gambling is the tamest of these things you know someone says oh yeah I bought a uh, bought a monkey no a gorilla so there's these gorillas that shed off 10 bananas a day so you buy the gorilla you don't have to sell the gorilla but each day you own it it generates ten more bananas, and each banana is worth forty-two dollars. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I bought ninety-three thousand dollars in digital horses, and um, my wife thought I was cheating on her because she's like, "You're using these the iPad iPods for the first time. You're whispering around the house about some stable." She's like, "What are you doing? Like, what are you?" And I'm like, I'm "Like, I bought digital horses, and..." Uh, they race it digitally. You can you can breed them digitally, and you can you can win real money, and you can sell them. Really? Hold on. Are you, I can't I tell heard, if you're BS of me or not because no, it, the it's good news is run. It's you, real. You don't have so, to feed so, them. So, so, so clean the stall. Well, you have to fake feed them. But here, but but <laughs> but so 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 I I had them for forty one days. Uh huh. I got in early. I sold out. I made I think like a hundred grand profit. Wow. Are you kidding? Yeah. And off a fake horse. Off, no, I had a stable of twelve of them. Okay, so that's what ninety-three thousand. So I made about a hundred grand profit. The wife was relieved. I was relieved because, like, literally, I was like, again, going around the house like a madman and talking about all these digital horses, and it felt like I was hallucinating in some way. <laughs> and 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 so uh, there's a there's a little thing where you can punch in where you can punch in what the value of everything is like. About a month ago, I punched in like what my stable would have been worth. It would have been worth seven point four million if I held onto it. At oh. least right now. So I told the wife that I was like, "Who's buying that? 
There's people buying. There's people buying. I mean, someone's going to be holding the bag, you know, <laughs> and well, at least it wasn't me. But, you know, that's this everything with crypto and NFTs. I mean, again, they're, we're buying digital monkeys. We're buying digital for two, three hundred thousand dollars <sighs> That's incredible. So, where do you go to buy digital horses? You 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 go on a computer. You get a MetaMask wallet. <laughs> I mean, wait, here here's the thing. But here's the thing. Okay, the people who are in crypto are like, it's so simple. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> All you have to do is get a MetaMask wallet. Then you copy and paste your wallet. Then you put money into Coinbase. It takes six days to get the money through. And they're like, oh, it's so simple. <laughs> yeah, that's really simple to me. It doesn't seem, sound simple. Seems safe. Yeah, I mean, seems safe. Right? If I had $100,000 to buy a fake horse and did, my wife would shoot me with right, a real right. gun. <laughs> yes. Right, with a real gun, not yes. a fake gun. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. is crypto the way to go? What do you think? What, what is your I, thought I process? I can't. Un- Again, I was deep into crypto and Bitcoin and all this for 41 days. I looked at it all. It didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And you know what? Don't if don't have FOMO for what other people. Just be in your own world. Don't follow people. My my maybe my career not following people. That's not what I've done throughout my life. I'm not going to follow people. I like to be unique. I like to be in my own lane. Sometimes that has a cost to it, and that like, you know, you're in your own lane, and you know, it's much easier to be with a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Right with memorabilia, I buy some one-on-one stuff. I bought you Hefner's Viagra pill bottle um, <laughs> for eight thousand dollars. It's people... only going up. In yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. You know, so you just uh, listen. I, I just don't think you, you you can't follow. You can't follow people. Do your own research. Figure it out. Darren Ravel from the Action Network. Always fun catching up with you on awesome. Radio Row. Love your hat. Says Super Burrow. <laughs> Burl. 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 Yeah. And he's, you've got, what's the other one say? Stanley's Cup. Stanley's, Stanley's cup, cup, and it's spelled like Cooper Cup. Right. Yes. Right. The so. Cooper The Cooper Bowl might have been good. Cooper Bowl would have been good. Stanley's Cup, I, I kind of like the, uh, the, the well, championship absolutely. trophy crossover. I, I like that. As yeah. a hockey guy, I yeah. like that. I'm a I hockey like guy, too. Darren, Unfortunately, I'm a Devils <laughs> Me, too. Oh, my gosh. You are? I am. I'm a season ticket holder. I have a suite every game. So wow. the pain is multi- multiplied by... Well, but now we're good friends. I will yeah. tell you the most random story when we get off. Uh, when I interned with the Devils in 92, Okay, Chris Terreri was hurt. Chris Terreri, yeah. And I had to go pick up the kid from Albany at the bus station. A guy named Martin Brodeur. Oh, my God. Who hated living in the hotel... So he crashed with me and my Navy buddies Get for a couple of, of days. <laughs> Absolutely. That's amazing. That, uh, 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 That's awesome. Yeah, I mean. Uh, um, he only became the greatest goaltender ever. Exactly. I suddenly feel lost in this conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Because you're so not <laughs> hockey. <laughs> not hockey. And we'd no. go over to uh, Kenny Danico's place <laughs> over there. Um, uh, what city was that? Because we were sta- I was in Earl, New Jersey, okay. is where we were stationed. Um, which is over by Kingsburg in, in Red Bank in that area. Okay, yeah, in Red Bank. And yeah. uh, um, Scott Stevens back in the day, and and, and all those. Those guys. are the guys in their very beginning. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, it was yeah. it was a fun run because yeah. uh, you know we, we, well, we lost to the Rangers in '94 right. in the Eastern Conference Finals before finally winning it in '95. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was good times. Thanks, nice. Darren. You got yeah. it. Yeah.
Yeah, people are like, <laughs> the, the hell dev- are they talking exactly. about? The Devils fan in San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, what exactly. A- How random. Darren, always great you catching up okay. with you, man. We're our producers yelling at me. We're way late okay. for the break. Darren Ravel from the Action Network live here on Radio Row in Los Angeles.